there will be no real non-controlled currency in the world. Exciting time to be involved in Bitcoin Cash at the moment. During that whole war, fighting versus big blocks, like were, were we the bad guys? Were we the ones that weren't listening? Fundamentally, we believe in markets, transparency, and tokenization. Come on, you gotta come stronger than that, you know, like. Hello, and welcome back to the Bitcoin Cash podcast. Following Bitcoin Cash on its rise to global reserve currency. Shout out to Tube Dick Pete One GTX Gang. Let's go. <laughs> First one in the chat. Brilliant. You love to see it. I'm your host. Uh Jeremy Jet is doing the producing. Same as always. This is episode number 70, the second anniversary featuring Cheap Lightning. Today is Friday, the 27th of January. 2023 i think it was technically the the 23rd maybe or the 21st i think it might be the 23rd uh so we're definitely past the the two-year line at the moment our guest is the most common the most recurring uh most frequent guest on the show of all time i believe four appearances maybe five including Uh... including today I think this is four. I might have done a, a multi. I don't, I'm not sure, but I, I counted four anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, obviously the most qualified guest to be back <laughs> for some nice inside uh, baseball chat uh, for our two year anniversary. So thank you very much. Everybody. Thank you very much to everybody who has listened to the show, stuck through it all this time. Time flies. Well, kind of unbelievable that it's actually uh, two years, but we will chat a little bit about the last year of the show as well i don't want to make it too meta in that in that way because we did just have the christmas episode recently as well too so there's only so much kind of retreading over like oh what happened in the last year that you can (laughs) that you can do but we will we'll chat at least uh, a little about it a little bit about it but anyway cheap lighting for people who don't know you if they're tuning in it's their first ever episode give us an update on where you're at and what do you do in the bch community uh that's uh that's a very uh, difficult question to sum up in in a, in a very short period of time uh check out episode number 27 for my full uh intro um and also i have a redot cash post about uh my uh, uh bitcoin ha- bitcoin history which is called uh uh that's in in interesting isn't this interesting i think so check out uh my redot cash post but uh yeah, I've been in the space uh, for a long time. I got into uh, Bitcoin in 2011. Uh, I was there uh, at the fork. Actually, uh, just on, on a little bit of a tangent, uh, I was looking for uh, for some uh, old, really memeable content uh, because at some point, the BTC guys were like, actually, Satoshi meant cash, like cachet from the French meaning. And so I was like trolling through Reddit history, trying to find who said that post and... Uh, uh, I ended up finding my uh, my original Reddit post when I decided to stop being a lurker and actually post. And my first comment ever on Reddit was, one is mine. Uh, and that's because I was running an ABC node on Fork Day. Uh, so yeah, I've been, I've been uh, in the space since day one, literally. Um, and uh, currently I'm doing a bunch of stuff, uh, moderate a bunch of chats. Um, 
I'm working on uh, three different BCH projects behind the scenes that uh, uh, aren't public yet, <laughs> but uh, 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 one is uh, I'm going to announce right now. So uh, here's some oh, uh, exclusive. Let's go exclusive breaking news. Uh, Jeremy, you already know about this project that I've been working on for about a year now. It's uh, called flipwatch.org. Um, and uh, basically, Flipstarter is an amazing, fantastic uh, uh, protocol uh, that we have, uh, or tool, whatever you want to call it, uh, in the space, but uh, accountability has been really lacking. Um, and so for more than a year now, I've I've been working on this idea of of trying to thread the needle of of uh providing insight but also not exactly judgment uh which is a little bit difficult um and so the the site is not quite ready yet um but uh hopefully very soon um it'll be a lot more detailed than what's there right now and what's there right now is is uh, an archive uh, of flip starters it's not 100 percent complete there's the ipfs ones and uh, some other ones that haven't uh been added but uh at the very least right now it is a resource that you can go and see uh all of the the previous uh, uh flip starters uh and see uh what they what they uh, were campaigning for how much funding they received um and hopefully uh in the future you'll be able to see details about every project and what they actually delivered which is is the real crux there um so uh, yeah, there's uh, there's a there, <laughs> there, there's a few issues that have to be worked out, but uh, for for the most part, uh, uh, it's uh, it's up. So uh, feel free to check it out. Uh, it's I guess fair to say it's it's in beta. So uh, anyway, it's 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 live, so you can check that out. So what's the what's the address that people can go and check that out? Flipwatch.org. Flipwatch.org. Okay. All right. Brilliant. So I'm just pulling it up uh, now. Yeah, I, I haven't seen this uh, site yet. This is looking cool. Okay, a bit of a timeline here on the main uh, screen and all that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, obviously, as you say, it's quite a uh, precarious thing to do in some senses because obviously if people are trying to scam with Flipstarter, the last thing they want is basically the Flipstarter police <laughs> keeping them accountable and sort of you know, even if the only enforcement you're going to do is just expose that they're scamming, basically, and they or that they didn't deliver. Also, because I think people, when like intention doesn't really matter all that much with it, right? Somebody can have great intentions, run a flip stutter, get money, and then who knows? You know, their grandmother gets sick with cancer, or like any dodgy stuff could happen, right? And they genuinely might feel like, oh, I wasn't able to deliver because this or that or the other. But to the community, it doesn't matter. If you took the money, you took the money. And if you didn't deliver, you didn't deliver, you know? Yeah, that's that's basically the uh, the main uh, point of the site. I'm not I'm not going to, uh, you know, say this project is a scam. I'm, I'm going to be just presenting evidence of what was and wasn't delivered. And of course, you know, with uh, with Flipstarter, it's it's when people pledge money, there's not really conditions attached to it. It's hope. Uh, you hope that people are going to deliver on the thing that they promised. And it's your reputation that's on the line, really. Um, and so 
I think a really good example is is the uh, the mess that happened with Sophia re- recently. I don't know if you uh, saw that going on, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she she ran uh, Flipstar campaigns um, and got a lot of money from the community for various activities, uh, helping uh, people who are are disadvantaged in in parts of the world that uh, are are less well off than where we live. Um, and there's quite a bit of of evidence that uh, uh, on on the surface level, and there may be deeper reasons, but she at least recycled photos um, and and just putting all of that information out there. You know, you can judge for yourself it's if it's a, a good use of money or not. Uh, so yeah, but but you know, looking at at the going through all of these and and shout out to Sayoshi Nakamario. Um, he he did all the all the dev work there. Um, um, l- looking through all the the historic flip starters, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot that just went poof, right? They just like they got all this money, and then and what happened to it? Uh, where did it go? Um, and uh, there's there's so far been no real easy way to find that out unless you do a lot of digging. And and the whole point is just like make information more accessible to everyone just compile it all into one place so yeah and i think this is a service that has been very very badly needed because while flipstarter technically has the you know the foundation actually works and is pretty solid so i in one sense i'm you know already impressed with it that it's got that far but then there clearly does need to be a social layer over and sort of surrounding tools and so on and i also think we're more likely to get because once we have this sort of accountability type of platform i will not be surprised and i really hope we see in the future a trend towards people running smaller flip starters uh with you know staged uh delivery basically so instead of oh i need 100 bch right now to do whatever instead (laughs) give me 10 bch here's the plan you know for 100 bch but give me 10 bch i'll deliver the first chunk then give me 10 then i'll deliver because that is how you can have some sort of accountability from the community and i think that would make a huge difference to how much value we get we get out of the the funds that go into it essentially and it is impressive that the bch community has this tool like no other community has anything similar to it that i'm aware of but obviously we need to tune that up and make it more efficient and more valuable essentially by all the sort of surrounding services. So yeah, I think there's a lot that can be done in that regard, but it's just, <laughs> it's a somebody problem. You know, nobody's <laughs> been out there tackling yeah. it uh, until you right right now recently. So yeah, hats off uh, for that. It should should make a huge difference, I think actually. And uh, speaking of the Sayoshi Nakamario, who does a ton of good work in the community, because this is our two-year anniversary, we're also going to give away a T-shirt. I have it here. This is this uh, Bitcoin Cash Wizard uh, T-shirt. It's really cool. It's in a size medium, I think. So just, you know, if you're a standard-sized person probably uh could be a good size for you so the t-shirt comes from swagme.cash which is a bch merch site that Sayoshi nakamario is 
involved in running. This is an unpaid shout out. Somebody asked me about the bestsellers.cash shout out we did as well too. That was also unpaid. I just did that to help out Foad. I will let the listeners know if I'm getting paid to shill anything on this show. Um, but anyway, Jet and I got a t-shirt each and now we've got a uh, one to give away as well too. So here's how it's going to work. All you have to do is email your name and postal address, so I know where to send it, obviously, too, plus your best Bitcoin story to jeremy at bitcoincashpodcast.com. So whoever has the best story about Bitcoin, it can be anything. It could be funny. It could be a disaster where you lost all your money in <laughs> you know, an exchange, or it could be emotional. Oh, you know, I found these old keys and then I saved you know some starving children like whatever it is i don't mind whatever kind of story it is whoever has the best story as judged by me will get this t-shirt so you can email into jeremy at bitcoincashpodcast.com with your bitcoin stories and i'll pick one that i like and send it out so there's also a 15% off coupon bch podcast all lowercase oh. letters bch podcast uh, so that gets you 15% off at swagme.cash and they're also having a 10% off BCH what? discount until February the 25th. So you can get a full 25% off um, by shopping at, at swagme.cash at the moment. So yeah, if you're I I waited. interested in that, well, <laughs> time, time to buy some more, mate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, just, just so everyone knows, these are, these are human size shirts. So I got the B someone shirt and uh, it's clearly not cat sized. Uh, so they're human size shirts. So just be aware of that if you're uh, going to buy one. But cats love human size shirts. You know, they kind of <laughs> go in and sit in them, you know, and sure. like it's really warm and whatever. So yeah, even if you are a feline, you could could also work for you as well too. So everyone is included as part of these uh, sales. All right, I'm looking forward to whoever sends in those stories. And if you know, if only one person sends in a story, you win. So it might be worth just sending in like "I love Bitcoin" or something. <laughs> Your name and address. You could. This is not a huge show. We don't have millions of listeners, right? So you could always sneak. I'm in gonna there. try like that try. yes yes well jet can't enter because otherwise that would be uh you know in internal dealings but yeah. you can you can definitely win yes. still there's no like time limit so you haven't got it well it's until till the next episode of the show probably so you don't have any advantage by being on now right on with the price so this week bitcoin cash usd 134 dollars and 80 cents so that's up one BTC is 170.3 BCH, so we're down a little bit. And one Ethereum is 11.7 BCH. So BCH on the rise against Ethereum, but not Bitcoin hmm. this week. And I'm kind of feeling like, yeah, maybe maybe we have hit the bottom. Maybe that $100, $98, $95, whatever it was, maybe, maybe that was the bottom. And we're just going to trend along kind of sideways slightly bullish for 2023 and then go to the moon in 2024 and i've been very hesitant to <laughs> you know make any proclamation that we are the worst is over but at least i'm i'm starting to get that feeling i don't know what do you think how how you see in the markets these days 
Um, I'm I'm a cynic, uh, but uh, I do have a uh, long position on uh, bchbull.com. So, <laughs> despite being a cynic, uh, I, I do think that uh, it it is uh, going to go up uh, at least a little bit more. Um, uh, whether it stays is a different story, but uh, but uh, I'm long for the for the short term anyway. Yeah. Well, one of the things I think we say a lot of is you still see people having a huge panic about it. It's funny once it's already dropped 95%. You have people starting up like, this is just the beginning. It's a disaster. <laughs> Look at how many scams there've been. We're going, you know, to it's going to be $10 a coin. Bitcoin's going to be under $5,000, blah, 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 blah. Like the worse it gets, people, you know, it should be the inverse. It should be the worse it gets, the lower the chances are that it's going to go lower. But instead, it's the opposite. People just assume the trend will continue forever. And the worse it gets, the more bearish they get because they've already been wrecked and they're depressed and sad about it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> so I, I don't know. But I'm still seeing a lot of, a lot of that, which to me is actually a strong indicator that we're past the bottom. You know, we're definitely past the bottom once we've been completely wrecked and everybody is still refusing to turn optimistic. That's that's when it actually does get optimistic. So, uh, yeah, I'm hopeful. And certainly in the last two years of the show, it hasn't been... Like, I think when the show started, Bitcoin Cash was at like $400, something like that. So we're going to have to push through and get a full four years in before we're hopefully <laughs> in the in the green overall for the price action. So speaking of that, it's two years of the Bitcoin Cash podcast. Uh, I've got some picks here that I've made on the episode last year when we did a one-year anniversary. We talked about the best three episodes and I picked three episodes that were my favorite from new listeners of the show could check out or be interested in so my top picks were episode number 65 which was bch 2022 review and crypto politics featuring mp rolanda bryson romit and bitcoin jason so that was the live episode we did in saint kids uh then my second favorite episode was number 50 celsius collapse and no dev featuring josh ellathorpe that was amazing. He's such an insightful guy and he's been in the scene such a long time. Some super interesting stories there from uh, the internal workings at Coinbase around the mm. time of the fork and, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of chat about proof of work versus proof of stake, which is obviously very topical or has been in, in crypto. And then my last pick was number 69, the BCHN and cash tokens with Callan Culiano. Uh, which was the most recent episode. I personally enjoyed that one a lot, actually. And we had a good chat about the possible identity of Satoshi. And I learned quite a bit that I didn't know about how no dev works and, and all that. So if listeners to the show are tuning in for the first time, or if you missed any of those episodes, they might be good ones to go back to. But uh, I asked you, Cheap Lightning, as well, to <laughs> come up with a list of, do you have a top three episodes to recommend? Yeah. Um, I, sorry, I don't have the episode numbers. Uh, I, I can just remember the guests offhand. But uh, um, yep. I think we're going to talk about it a little bit later as well. But uh, I, I really enjoyed hearing the the perspective of, of I guess, new blood uh, to the community. Uh, so your your chats with uh, Fiendish, um, your chats yep. with uh, 
uh, Callisti. Um, and then also I, I really enjoyed from an entertainment point of view, I'm not sure if it was uh, particularly the, uh, the most, uh, uh, I guess, BCH centric uh, uh, episode, but uh, your episode with, uh, I think her name was Jenny that you met at uh, a meetup in London or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone who, who uh, is an outsider uh, uh, open. She seemed quite open-minded, uh, but is from outside of the space um, and hearing her perspective um, in a calm, uh, logical discussion was, was great. And I, I really enjoyed uh, listening to that show. So those are my three. Okay, so we got this for the, you know, posterity. So that's number 47, UST depegging cryptocalypse and humanitarian Bitcoin feet Jenny. I wonder how she's doing, actually. I should uh, follow up with her. It's been been a while since we had a, a chat. We, she, had a, she had a birthday party in London um, for, and the theme was cults. Uh, so <laughs> people could dress up as like, uh, you know, cult. I think she, she had like she, a bit of this like BDSM, like sex cult kind of vibe for her outfit. So that was clearly what she'd had in mind, but she oh. gave Bitcoin as an example of one of the, um, one of the things that you could do. Right. So of course I went as Bitcoin cash representative <laughs> cult member uh and I it was funny because yeah yeah no and i met a couple of uh guys there it was funny because i got you know i'm outside the apartment and everything i showed up and i was wearing like this bitcoin cash stuff and everything like that and these two guys came i said oh you got going to this party you know they looked like they were trying to find the place and they were like yeah and they were like oh, oh what's what's with the outfit and i was like well i'm a bitcoin cash cult member and they were like oh okay <laughs> because they didn't have anything they just showed up as like themselves and i just oh. kind of what is going on here guys you know if you're going to do a fancy dress party you got to commit that's right if you show up to a fancy dress party without an outfit and just like i couldn't be bothered you know that's you don't go lame. to an S&M party without at least wearing black. Like, come on, put in the minimum effort, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that was actually a really good party, though. I had a great time. I met, um, there was a few crypto people. There was a bit of a crypto theme, you know, because she's into she's into crypto. Her boyfriend is this really big uh, BDC maximalist uh, guy. So we had this really interesting debate where he, he was pretty... He was pretty fervent about it, to be honest, but uh, he was also, uh, you know, he was still willing to listen, uh, which was good. And he said, look, I trust you more than Cardano scammers. So at least we had that, <laughs> <laughs> that same, like, uh, same, same page. He thought, you know, Bitcoin Cash had obviously got a bit misguided, but uh, he, he was still willing to consider us part of the, part of the Bitcoin family. Anyway, uh, yeah, I should, uh, should catch up with what she's been up to. Maybe we could have her back on. Uh, find out what's what's new in her world okay so there we had that one we had the one with fiendish which was number 57 community narratives and bch content creation featuring fiendish crypto and then Callisti was on the christmas episode number six number 67 state of the revolution 2022 featuring Callisti and ryan giffen so check those ones out if you trust cheap lightning's recommendations more than <laughs> more than mine unbiased uh, listener take and jet also you uh got to give your recommendations to what what were the best three episodes so i this is really difficult for me i think the one with josh is my all-time favorite um but i think the 
hearing mp bryson like walk through his reasons why he's even involved i think is like that was so fantastic so i don't know man those ones are like either one and two or just tied for number one um i think the episode that we did with brian harrington was really like good too i think that one was the first time that i like gave a shit about what a btc maxi had to say like it wasn't just this toxic trolling like it, it seemed very productive so i like that um the other one i think like the the other my uh, other you know comp- uh contender for the top three i think um might be like from not the past year but the year before that and that was that big group uh we had uh, cheap lightning was on i'm you name was on um i think we had like imagine raisins and yeah. bennett tomlin yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's so, fun i think that's all right so that's three. episode uh 41 bdc and bch dialogue featuring brian harrington that was a really good one i was tempted when i was looking down the list to put that in my top three that was maybe an honorable mention uh from my point of view i think it's quite interesting that you and i had quite similar picks and then cheap lighting went with different ones you know maybe being uh on the show changes it you know as to how how you experience it versus just listening to it uh fresh out and then the other one was the round table right number 32 uh the round table featuring cheap lightning imagining username bennett tomlin i think we maybe had was that reasons on that one as well too that was 2021 november the 17th yeah okay. so yeah that's an that's an old one so yeah that one doesn't (laughs) yeah that's you can't you can't pick that that's that doesn't qualify but uh, anyway still a good episode (laughs) if people want to go and uh check it out so there you go between between all those recommendations if you need a bit more podcast and uh we're a bit slack about putting out new episodes there you've got some good ones that you can look back at and get your fill of it so I also thought uh, from the last year, I also wanted to call out just for the regular listeners, we will be bringing back some of these little regular segments we've got going on. So the meme competition with Luke Pryor, I talked to him the other day and we will do another meme competition this year. So you can watch out for that. I don't know when it's going to be, but we we will do it. And he said he's he's got some new thoughts and stuff on the industry. So looking forward to having him back on the show. We will do a listener survey just like we did last year. Um, I thought that was a smash hit. I don't know if we're going to ask exactly the same questions, probably mostly the same questions, maybe a, a couple of new ones, uh, and then we can get some year-over-year data in that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Ryan Giffen will be back on at the end of April. He didn't get to say much on the Christmas episode <laughs> because we were interrupting his anniversary dinner. Oh <laughs> so, my God. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, That was commitment to the bit that he even came on at all, but oh. uh, we will obviously catch up uh, with him at the end of April, uh, like we do every year, that'll be the third, uh, the third time. So yeah, he's, uh, certainly a regular and obviously we'll do a state of the revolution Christmas episode as well in year three, just like we did in, uh, year one and two. So for any regular listeners who enjoy those, um, recurring tropes, you can, you can look forward to those and, uh, yeah, that's it really. So in considering these podcasts, and not trying to be too meta and reminisce about it. I thought, look, maybe let's let's take a bit of a look at podcasts as a whole and find some of the stats and uh, what goes on in the world of 
podcasting. So I've got a few statistics here. So as of 2021, Sweden is the number one country in the world for podcast consumption, followed by Ireland and Brazil. I don't know how they determine that. I guess maybe by percentage of the population that actively listens, like uh, Sweden, Ireland. Yeah, per capita podcasters. <laughs> I'm not sure how they determine it, but that was quite interesting to me. Um, over one third, 104 million Americans listen to podcasts regularly. So mm. I, I wonder if that will keep growing, right? Podcasting has been a growing medium and certainly more and more people I would say are unplugging from their TV or even just the generic radio stations and getting in on podcasting, right? Is it go- it's like, it probably wouldn't get to a hundred percent, but could it get to more than half? Probably it's a pretty, pretty diverse medium. 28% of us adults listen to podcasts while driving. That's interesting. 73% listen to podcasts on their smartphone or their cell phone. And there are currently 449,041 active podcasts on Apple Podcasts as of January 2023. So that means they've put out at least one episode in the last 90 days, which is a pretty low bar, to be honest. I mean, if your podcast only comes out once every three months, that's pretty slack, I think. But uh, anyway, there's nearly 450,000 active podcasts. And I tried to find what is the... Bitcoin Cash podcast, like what rank are we in that? The global leaderboard. I want to know what that number is. We're number, you know, 400,000 and then we can try and get up to number one. But, uh, you know, the charts they have only go for the top couple hundred. So we are number, uh, you can get like uh, in subcategories, right? So we're apparently number 226 on Apple Podcasts in Finland for entrepreneurship number 207 on apple Podcasts in greece for entrepreneurship number 109 in apple Podcasts in iceland for business and number 20 apple Podcasts in iceland for entrepreneurship so i don't know a lot of uh european entrepreneurs apparently <laughs> loving loving our show so that's just some fun uh fun facts there but I thought maybe we could also just chat a bit about cheap lighting. I guess, do you listen to podcasts a lot, but like besides the Bitcoin Cash podcast, do you have any other podcasts you want to recommend or shout out to listeners? What what catches your listening fancy? No. <laughs> no, okay. No. I wasn't expecting uh, that, really. Yeah, yeah. I listen to, uh, I listen to your podcast. There's nothing I listen to regularly. Um, you know, from time to time, someone will suggest uh, an episode or something or whatever. I'm not into any of those like murder mysteries or any of that sort of thing. Um, um, I do, I do follow a few people on on YouTube uh, that provide uh, more educational versus entertainment content, which is you know similar, right? It's not. Uh, I'm not listening. I'm not listening. I'm watching. I mean, I'm listening, but. But uh, it's uh, usually a video audio combo, like like your podcast. Um, but no, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't uh, listen to podcasts. I used to listen to uh, Five Thirty Eight, um, which is a pretty famous political um, podcast. But uh, once once the uh, uh, the Trump era started, it just it was just too much. I just like, I don't I don't need any more of this in my life. So I stopped tuning in. Uh, I I just the drama was just too much. It was it was less about uh 
interesting things more just about oh my god he said this and i don't you know that's not uh i don't i don't find that educational right um so yeah i i think uh a lot of the content that i consume um uh, is is more leaning towards educational non-fiction sort of thing than than uh, fictional stuff and the same with books uh, i read a lot of non-fiction so oh, there you go Sorry. Super interesting. No, no, no. Because well, <laughs> you listen to the only podcast that matters. That matters. Yeah. So that's uh, a <laughs> that's fuck the rest of them. Like I don't, I don't care. I, we want a lot of people like that. We want a lot of you know. But we must be doing something right if people go out of their way to a medium that they're not usually engaged in. But I just thought this was an interesting thing to sort of consider and reflect on because while while I was in Australia over over Christmas, I was spending obviously more time with my family that I haven't seen in a while and. Uh, my brother, he was listening to Hamish and Andy. So I got to give a big shout out to them. They're uh, this comedy duo in Australia. They're super famous in Australia and unknown everywhere else in the, in the world, but they had a radio show for many years and now they do a podcast where they just uh, talking shit and have all these little skits <laughs> and call-ins and stuff like that. And uh, we're li- is fantastic for listening to on long drives. You know, if you're com- commuting uh, to Sydney or to Melbourne, it's like, you know, an eight hour drive or something. Uh, he was listening to a lot of that. And then my mum listens to these, uh, well, she listens to the Bitcoin Cash podcast uh, <laughs> as well, but she listens to a lot of, yeah, more like you were saying, like this sort of true crime stuff. She's kind of, kind of interested in that. And also these sort of news podcasts and um like personal interest kind of things and i was fascinated listening to some of that because podcasting is such a diverse medium and yeah. i uh, imagine podcasters like this show where there's a niche and a focus and it's you know two hours but there's people doing podcasts that are 10 minutes long and they yeah. just do a regular thing or you know there's all kinds of different stuff that is completely different to how we do it so it made me you know, made me think, Jet, what do you listen to? You listen to like some comedy podcasts. I know you're always <laughs> talking about that. Yeah, mostly just comedy podcasts. Um, I listen to um, Your Mom's House, which is Tom Segura and uh, Christina Pechkinitsky or something. I can't pronounce her last name. Uh, I listen to William Montgomery's show, Kill Tony, which is the live comedy podcast based out of Texas. Um, we might be drunk with Mark Normand and Sam Morell, uh, with Two Bears One Cave, uh, Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer. Uh, this past weekend with Theo Vaughn, uh, Flagrant Two, Andrew Schultz, Akash Singh. I'm sure there's more that I'm just forgetting, but uh, like, I, it's only comedy podcasts for me. No crypto stuff. No, I find the crypto stuff to be exhausting, but I'm. I feel like pretty deep in the weeds with with uh, Bitcoin Cash anyway. So you're contributing. Yeah, <laughs> making it worse and worse. Yeah, so I got to give mm. a shout out to a few podcasts that I listen to. Um, yeah, I listen to on the crypto front. Sometimes Bankless a little bit. Sometimes What Bitcoin Did. Uh, I enjoy both of those, but they're kind of they sort of have their their niche that place like I. I don't listen to every episode or even close, um, but just when when the mood strikes, you know, I've got to keep abreast of the industry. The Dash podcast as well, the Digital Cash Rundown um, with Joel that we've had on the show a few times. I definitely listen to that. 
I listened to a lot of uh, esports stuff like uh, League of Legends, the um, what's it called? Summoning Insight with Thorin and Monty and uh, the Four Horsemen as well uh, with Richard Lewis. I love those ones because, well, firstly, I, I just am interested in that stuff. But I think that esports and crypto are very similar industries. You know, they often talk a lot about, oh, traditional sports are doing this, that and the other. And they're kind of like the young upstarts that are trying to mix it up or do something a bit different or find a way to be relevant or to appeal to a different audience or you know they could adapt their medium and their content their product in a different way to traditional sports like in the pandemic you know it's quite insightful i think uh in a similar way to the way that crypto is like traditional finance but you know yeah we we call it traditional finance and then crypto just like they call it traditional sports and then esports and <laughs> that that story of how how do you become as a sort of decentralized movement a competitor to something that already has the history and the hold on the mainstream yeah i find uh super fascinating so listen to a lot of that sometimes i listen to limited resources uh with marshall and lsv about magic the gathering and drafting um sometimes i listen to joe rogan a little bit here and there I find that quite variable. Some of his episodes are amazing, uh, and some of them are just like, "What even is this? I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need this." There was one recently with Siddharth Siddharth Kara. I think it was uh, about cobalt mining, human rights abuses. Uh, I highly recommend that if if people are interested. Um, just trying to think, what else? Poker in the ears. Sometimes James Hardigan, Joe Stapleton, people who like poker, you probably know that podcast. Uh, Lex Friedman once in a while he, he has yeah. some good ones <clears throat> I'm subbed to him on YouTube I watch his stuff but I don't listen to it as a podcast yeah yeah he's great I guess yeah yeah he's I mean yeah he's <laughs> it's hard, hard to criticize because he's he's huge you know he does a great job and he he's kind of got the benefit of being so big that he can have like the most interesting guests yeah with no problem you know but obviously he has earned his way into that so I'm not not hating, but uh, some, yeah, some of his ones, he can be very, he's not willing to be that opinionated, you know, a lot of the time he's just Let sort of talk. prompting and prodding them. <clears throat> yeah. He's yeah. not, he's not really going to push back or throw his own opinion in there so much. So I don't know. I find that a bit hard to stomach for long periods of time. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'll be back. Come on, Lex, get in there. You know, so it's more like, Oh, I just believe in love and I want to, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, all right. You know, are you, are you well, setting the stage for some, from, uh, for some hard questions coming up later? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, but that's, that's the thing. It's just the opposite, yeah. you know, in all these things that I'm saying, it's, I, I try and draw from them in how we do this show. Right. So sure. I already feel like it's quite uh, unique in that way. You know, the Bitcoin cash podcast, it's we're going to global reserve currency, fuck everything else like that. You know, that's, that's how it is. And that's completely different to some comedy podcast, which is all just like, haha, laughter and banter. You know, there's no central <laughs> no conflict. Yeah, yeah. Driving it. Um, yeah. But obviously it's a very specific uh, taste to enjoy right. that or not. But uh Anyway, that was just, I thought, a fun fun aside we could uh, throw in for the two-year anniversary episode, uh, get a few recommendations for some different stuff to listen to if you're bored of my voice. 
um, <laughs> droning on and on. All right, let's talk about Bitcoin Cash though. Next thing up, we got BCH is dominating on side shift. Yeah. So I've got a full quote that I got to read out here uh, from the latest research they published. This weekly research from this service that lets you swap coins to other coins without uh, KYC, without an exchange, basically. And here's the full quote. The absolute star of the show this week was once again the dominant shift pair of BTC to BCH. A constant stream of large shifts throughout the period allowed the pair to achieve an impressive volume of 4.1 million, making up 28.3% of the weekly total. When you consider the fact that shift count for the pair totaled just 315 or 4.9%, the consistently larger size of these user shifts becomes apparent with an average of $13,000 per shift. For comparison, the next closest <laughs> pair was more than five times smaller, BDC to USDT ERC20 with 533,000 mm. um, total. So that was compared to 4.1 million. Due to the strength and demand of this pair, it is no wonder that BDC deposits trumped every other coin. 37.8% higher than last week, it finished in first place with a deposit volume total of 5.56 million mainly because of liquidity rebalancing, which was needed to fulfill the high demand of the BDC to BCH shifts, BCH deposits finished in second place with 4.1 million. This is more than double the deposit volume we had last week and nearly 10 times larger than recorded just one month ago. Rounding off the top three was ETH, which witnessed deposits fallen even 10% from last week to finish with 1.07 million. So yeah, I thought this was something worth bringing back Cheap lightning. Why is BCH <laughs> so consistently dominating on the side shift uh, charts? What's going on here? I have no idea. It's a really good question. Um, I think uh, side shift is really unique uh, because they are a no KYC exchange. Um, there's you know no derivatives. There's no lending. There's no no funny business going on. It's I have this. I want that. It's uh, uh, completely. Uh, uh, unadulterated, I guess, uh, by by uh, the funny business that you see in 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 DeFi, um, and I don't have I don't have a good answer other than people that have BTC now on BCH. That's you know there's there's empirical evidence about that, or you know one one whale who has a lot of BTC is trading it for BCH. I, I you know I don't know what the addresses are, but. Uh, yeah, I've I've been uh, paying attention to this. I hadn't read this week's news, so this is actually a surprise to me. But uh, yeah, last week it was it was the same. It was two million dollars or something, and uh, yeah, somebody somebody uh, um, uh, I shouldn't say somebody uh, uh, people <laughs> are 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 interested in trading their BTC for BCH. That's the only answer, right? Uh, I don't know if uh, somebody has to cover shorts on another exchange, and they, I, who knows what uh, the the bigger picture is there. But uh, you know, you can you can't deny it. Um, somebody or many people uh, who are using SideShift uh, are consistently trading BTC for BCH uh, in large numbers, in in very large numbers and large amounts. So uh, why they would do that versus OTC, I have no idea. Um, but uh maybe it's safer i don't know uh yeah i, I can only speculate but uh yeah the numbers are there they don't lie why so why isn't the ratio rising that's what i also want to know because we see these periods where it's not all the time but it is 
there was uh, at the end of last year, I think it was like for three months or something like that, where BDC, BCH was the number one pair, people going from BDC into BCH, and it was just dominating. And then it fell off for a few weeks, and then now we're seeing it come back up again. Is like clearly this trend can't be representative of the entire market, right? It can't be the case that on Kraken and on Binance and on Coinbase, this same trend is appearing because if it was, BCH would have to be just rising against BCH, right. uh, against BDC. With that many people swapping, there would be no other way. So why, you know, that it's like, is it a leading indicator? Is it going to spread onto other exchanges? Or is it just for some reason there's a particular bias of the user's of shape of uh, side shift to need this service what what's going on i i wish i had a good answer i don't know uh, uh i i think a lot of it uh comes into play with with all of the DeFi that was going on and shorting uh, but uh, whoever whoever uh is utilizing side shift is trying to acquire more pch for some reason and uh uh without talking to who these people are we can only guess i don't i don't uh, know if that trend is going to continue or not but uh of course i want it to <laughs> so uh yeah everybody dump your btc buy pch <laughs> <laughs> well with the ratio the ratio low it's certainly a good a good time to do it and yeah like i don't yeah, i'm not trying to put it on you that you would have an exact answer i don't know the exact <laughs> answer Actually. either but this has been this this recurring trend that I'm still mystified by. I mean, I know that the Bitcoin.com wallet has the integration for SideShift. I think they've been, they're maybe the second biggest uh, like integration. They have a few kind of thing. And I've always wondered, is it maybe that like, are there a lot of Bitcoin.com wallet users that buy BTC to store their value and then they switch it over into BCH and then spend it around in the economy? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, but you know, the average was thirteen thousand dollars, right? So that's that's not uh, your average Joe buying a, a coffee uh, or or whatever. Uh, that's that's a serious amount of money uh, per transaction, right? That's average, average, right? So there's there's a lot of transactions that are are much much larger than that. So uh, yeah, the reason. Well, it for... could be that there's a couple that could have just been one transaction for you know a that's million, true. and then that's everyone true. else is doing twenty bucks, you know. Yeah, I I don't know, but if it, if it was me and I was transferring, you know, two million dollars, I wouldn't do it in one transaction. I would certainly split it up. But but uh, that's 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 me. If if you've got a couple billion dollars, a million means nothing to you. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to know, but I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess we'll just keep an eye on it and see. But I'm hopeful that obviously the BCH ratio can rise against against BDC over this kind of year and as we're seeing the narrative kind of degenerate <laughs> uh, from the VC maximalist side perhaps there will be greater interest in that but uh, who who knows you know it just um, goes along at the rate that it goes along I guess and well the promised land will, <laughs> will come eventually <laughs> so uh, related to that let's talk about we've got this very controversial uh-oh. news item from the bch uh community this week saint martin adopting 
Tron. So I've got mm. this news article here <clears throat> from the uh, St. Martin News, which is Bryson to adopt Tron legal tender legislation to Parliament of St. Martin by the initiative law. So this came out and it immediately caused a huge stir, a huge, <clears throat> I don't know what's the word, kerfuffle. <laughs> In the BCH <laughs> community. Um, so Justin Sun and his Tron network somehow seeming to capture the heart of MP Bryson uh, to work on getting legal tender. Now, of course, in the Bitcoin Cash community, everybody was excited at the end of last year with the St. Kitts conference about uh, legal tender for BCH being on the cards potentially in St. Martin and or in St. Kitts. So I guess for a lot of people, it was very easy to suddenly be like, what a trader, you know, he's sold out and, you know, changed his allegiance and whatever. I have to caution everyone against that. I think it's very easy to jump to conclusions and, you know, that's certainly not the case that, something like this comes out and then everybody has all the facts immediately. So I think everybody needs to just settle down a little bit. MP Bryson has agreed uh, to come on the show on the next episode. So we will be able to get his uh, take on it and his version of what's going on um, there. But the initial sort of points that he was making was that because this uh, Tron legislation has already been adopted or passed or whatever in Dominica that uh, it would be easier for him to start there and then kind of get Bitcoin cash in afterwards, I I think was sort of the idea. But I think this issue with, you know, playing into multiple chains or doing it a certain way even though it wasn't to me totally justified that he got immediately as much lashback as he did. I think it's <clears> also <throat> something that we as a community need to think about very carefully because like the Bitcoin cash community is, is very loyal and very passionate, but also very quick to judge. Right. And it will just jump on anybody who's doing anything that seems to be, you know, not exactly the way that we expected and that that's not a great way to recruit, you know, lots of supporters. Not everybody is going to be Bitcoin Cash is the best and everything else is a scam. Zero interest in every other chain, right? For the hardcore here, that's how it's going to be. But for everybody else, that's not. And we need a lot of people who are allied or involved in the community or working to improve things. And they're not going to stay like that if as soon as they show any interest in any other coin or any other thing or who knows what's going on then suddenly even before they have a chance to really put out any information everybody's jumping down their throats right that's <laughs> that's just going to put people off and it's not not something that we should be encouraging now that said <laughs> the responsibility does also lie partially on mp bryson i think to understand that with all the stuff he did you know coming on this show and with being at the conference and with promoting bch and hyping it up he could have given more of a heads because if he said in advance, oh, guys, I'm also working on this Tron thing and everybody heard about that and knew about it, they kind of might have been prepared. And then when the news came out, it wouldn't have been like some shock of like, 
oh, okay, now it's just fly-by-night operator that's onto the next coin. But in the same way, I think the community needs to be aware of that. Mm. If we're going to expect people to uh, deal with the community in that way, then it's also beholden on us to help educate, you know, because this is going to happen in the future. We're going to have politicians or we're going to have business leaders or any anybody joining the community and making quite a lot of noise. And if they're going to do that, perhaps we need to be proactive about getting the advice like, okay, you've got to understand what you're getting into. Like you potentially tapping into something very powerful, but you're going to have to treat it responsibly and uh, you need to understand the values of the community and what they're going to respond to. Otherwise, you might end up in a situation like this. So that's some of my thoughts. Cheap lighting, what did you, what did you, what did you make of all this? Ooh, uh, there's a lot to unpack. Um, I think, uh, uh, you know, we can get pretty meta and be like, well, you know, if if everyone in the world is going to be using BCH, then what what some people say in Telegram don't matter, right? Uh, if if he believes in in BCH uh, for its stated purposes, what a bunch of angry people in Telegram say doesn't matter. It works, right? Um, and he, he has said uh, that uh, he still gets his salary in BCH. He still loves BCH, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I personally don't care so much about uh, uh, if Tron gets legislation first or, or, or anything along those lines. I do take issue in, in how he dealt with the community. Um, and that's my, my biggest, I guess, uh, anger point or, or dissatisfaction point is, uh, you know, after the conference, he basically went radio dark um, and, uh, you know, he said that he lost his phone, but that seems like a very high school kind of excuse to me. Oh, I, you know, my dog ate my homework kind of thing. Right. Um, I'm a hundred percent sure that if he had lost his phone as a member of parliament, he would have gotten another phone or a new SIM card or whatever the next day. So what that really means is he didn't take the time and effort to, you know, log into his social media accounts because he was busy or whatever. That's not what he said though. He said, I lost my phone as if that is a valid excuse. Well, it's not. Uh, it sounds better than I decided not to communicate. Right. Uh, but I take issue with the just, you know, brushing it under the rugs. Ah, I lost my phone. It's fine. Don't, don't talk about it. It's fine. Um, and then when he did, you know, join, join the conversation, it was like, oh, you know, the community needs to, to, to not jump to conclusions in the community. If another politician uh, saw this, they would, they would, you know, immediately sell all their BCH and leave is, is what he said. Right. And it's like, well, if you really believe that BCH is what it is, then again, what a bunch of people say in Telegram isn't going to matter, right? There's a, just a bunch of people that have opinions, right? I don't, I don't sell my BCH because people in the community uh, are 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 nasty, and there are some nasty people. Like I deal with them all the time, but that has nothing to do with my faith in the project, right? The purpose of the project. Uh, if you're going to use BCH, you have to understand that 
people from all walks of life from every corner of the earth are going to use it, including people that you are diametrically opposed to on the most sacred issues to you, right? Uh, uh, you're, you're red, you're blue, you're purple, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? Uh, you, you use BCH because it works uh, as money. Um, as you know, I think for a lot of people, it doesn't matter so much to me personally, but a tiny bit. I think a lot of people were quite angry uh, because it's Tron, you know, if, if he had said dash, or if he had said, uh, 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 nano or something, or, you know, Monero or, or, or something, uh, people wouldn't have been so angry. They would have been disappointed, but, you know, Tron has, has quite a reputation, uh, specifically of, of, uh, Justin Sun bribing people, bribing people and not paying, um, and so there's a lot of angry people out there who who uh, have have very strong negative opinions about Tron. Um, I don't personally, but uh, I understand why people do. Um, and so just you know the to me it boils down to the the lack of communication, uh, the excuses, um, and then finally, for some people, the choice of Tron, uh, which they see as uh, not a legitimate cryptocurrency. It's a proof of stake. It's controlled by one company. Uh, the co-founder left because he said it was centralized, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it, it doesn't really follow in the spirit of, of cryptocurrency, which which people that are interested in, in, in BCH hold very dear. Um, and, you know, I'm, I, I haven't dug too deep into it, but, the the stated reason he said was uh it's easier to adopt because it's in legislation in dominica i haven't been able to find any actual official documents that support that i know it's been in the news everywhere but i have yet to see the actual legislation or the wording of the legislation uh and and that doesn't mean it doesn't exist it just means I can't find it. Um, so if, if somebody does know where that is, please send me a link. I'm curious to read the details of it. Um, the one thing I did read said that, you know, it was Tron, but it also was kind of cryptocurrency. I, I really want to know what the wording is. Um, but uh, yeah, I have to uh, read the actual legislation to see uh, what the details of that are. Um, but I do also agree that, uh, you know, people in, in every community, but, uh, you know, especially BCH, uh, uh, and BTC probably, uh, I should say all the Bitcoin forks, let's, let's include SV and eCash in there as well, uh, are extremely passionate. Uh, they're extremely tribal. Um, and, uh, at the first, at the first uh, sign of trouble, people, you know, shout, it's a fucking scam, <laughs> right? And it's not necessarily a scam. Uh, I agree, please, you know, settle down, <laughs> wait, wait for everything to come out, uh, uh, before before uh, you do uh, a, a witch hunt, but at the same time, I am uh, going to hold him uh, to task for for how he he uh, went about this. Uh, I'm a little bit protective of the community, and it, it felt like he was blaming the community and for things that uh, uh, I don't think uh, uh, were fair, especially since uh, he wasn't communicating at all. So that's that's my stance. Well, yeah, that's something I think this is very important to understand is that as much as everybody will get up in arms and shout, oh, it's a scam or there's bad actors or there's something going on behind the scenes or we don't have transparency about this and that, you know, people 
don't do that from nothing. There is a very long and, uh, you know, complicated uh, history of both in crypto itself and in BCH of bad actors and nefarious deals being done and exchanges blowing up and, (laughs) and all of that. And I think people are only in a position to be sort of disappointed with MP Bryson because he did such a good job initially, you know, if he hadn't done a good job with his initial uh, approach to the community and really seemingly to understand the culture and the values about, you know, transparency and peer-to-peer cash and not just every crypto scam under the sun and the long history of how things had got to the point where they are. Because he did all of that, I guess it gave him a bit less you know, thin ice to tread on because people are going to hold him to that higher standard, right? They're not just going to be like, oh, you know, if somebody came in and they kind of didn't really get it and then they kind of didn't really get it when they did something wrong either, that would also make sense. But I guess you can't win those allies or get that support by being so, you know, genuine and true to the project and then try and write off when when things are the shoes on the other foot such as it was i don't know jet did you have a take on this what did you think i did but uh i feel increasingly like the outsider here Um, (laughs) so it was weird to watch all of that because it was kind of um it was after the fact for me like every like the dust had already kind of settled already by the Mm. time that i saw how everything went down and I, it's weird because I, I think I understand, like, I feel like there's like four different five or five, four or five different sides to the conversation. And I think I understand every bit of them. And I don't, I don't think anyone behaved properly at all. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I've said this before, like on the podcast, I think the BCH community in particular is a little too autistic uh but and and by that i mean like stubborn essentially like we've we're all convinced in our own you know we've worked for however many years to get here like we we want to see that through so i understand the protectiveness of that i understand feeling betrayed by seeing what happens and that kind of um initial response um I understand, I think, the back and forth between, like, uh, the admins and Sonny and uh, Sonny getting frustrated because Bryson is his friend. And um, it was just, (sighs) I think at the end of the day, everyone should recognize that, like, we are just regular ass people. Like, no one's actually special here in this group. (laughs) Uh, No one's going to behave properly all the time. Everyone's going to have their own reasons for doing things. And I also don't give a shit about what other countries want to do. Like, uh, and and this was kind of, people gave me a little bit of shit over this too for even the supporting um, an alternative like privacy implementation with Chris's coin join stuff. More options is more gooder to me. I understand people are like, oh, it's fragmented and it's divisive. But uh, if someone wants to use Tron while they're in St. Martin, good. That's less reliance on the fiat, uh, fiat system. So all the more power to them. Um, and I don't think 
I don't think this is like BCH getting abandoned. And, uh, and I also think if I were, depending on my mood, if I were Bryson and I got into the chat and saw how that went, I would have like been like, fuck you, I'm out, drop the mic. I wouldn't have sold my coins, but I would have been done dealing with the community at that point. Yeah, well, I think that's a, that's a really yep. key part to this, right? Is that the whole idea of, you, you see that a lot, I think. People, once people get in some kind of, battle or in some grief or something inside the bitcoin cash community one of the go-to things is fine i'm gonna sell my own coins and go do my own thing and screw you right and why do people why do people go to that well it's because if they're talking to somebody else in the bitcoin cash community they probably don't have any leverage like there's no like oh i'm actually your friend so I can, you know, stop hanging out with you until you realize, you know, that that behavior wasn't okay, or we don't have a business relationship, or we don't have, you know, some other um, link, you know, between the two of us, which is naturally when people disagree, they sort of put the pressure on that link <clears throat> to show that they're unhappy, right? So if you don't have that, and it's just somebody on Telegram or somebody who's roughly in the Bitcoin Cash community then one way to sort of get back at them in quotation marks is is to kind of say, well, fine, you care about Bitcoin Cash, so I'm going to hurt Bitcoin Cash and therefore that'll teach you, you know, that's one of the most common uh, sort of response. Of course, that's completely, diff <clears throat> you know, ridiculous because the Bitcoin Cash community doesn't care. Okay, sell your coins. Like nothing's going to change really. Like you, you, you're just hurting yourself if you're disengaging from the good kind of good thing that's what's going on and you're probably also doing a lot of more damage to yourself rather than to anybody else because then next time if you when you come back and you want to be more involved people will always remember oh yeah okay well you know person x or y set you off with some telegram comments and and you just bailed out because of that you kind of couldn't see past that and just say okay well that's that one person you know let me just ignore them or move on without that right but to the extent that we can i think it's important to try and make these things you know known or to educate people uh, about this this kind of phenomenon because it doesn't have to repeat over and over and over again certainly as the bitcoin cash community gets bigger and there's more people involved well on one hand that kind of helps because it dilutes things out like whatever drama is going on in a telegram group you know, whoever is doing these side shifts, they probably are completely unaware of that, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't that's, matter. That's the whole point, you know. When you go to the Bitcoin Cash network itself, you're only, you know, you're getting the promise that you can send your coins and it'll work, right? Which it does. And that all just carries yeah. on independent of any drama. And that's the, that's the critical thing. And there's loads of people that are involved in Bitcoin Cash who have no idea about any of this stuff. And that's the way it should be, right? But for the people who are more invested and more down the rabbit hole, it's very important that we get good at, um, you know, ameliorating or not mollifying exactly, but handling these these differences of of opinion. I don't know. Do you have any? What what can we do better about that? Um. Yeah. That's 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 tough. Uh, uh, I think. You know, one one thing I, I also think you, you hit the the nail on the head. Like, 
watching watching the uh, the speeches from the conference, like MP Bryson, <clears throat> excuse me, gave a really impassioned, well thought out, well researched, knowledgeable speech about uh, the power of of BCH and how it would uh, uplift his his community, uh, how it would allow people to uh, participate in e-commerce, all of these great things. Um, and then you you contrast it with uh, uh, Saint Kitts uh, Prime Minister uh, Terence Doctor Terence Drew, and he kind of said, "We are maybe looking at something maybe in the future, possibly if my people support the thing." Thank you. Good night. Right. There's a huge difference between these two politicians. It was it was, you know, one one guy saying. BCH is awesome for all these reasons, and the other guy's like, "Ah, eh, we're gonna kind of look at something," and and then, you know, after after that, I think people in the community have a lot of PTSD, um, and you know, we've gone through through so many uh, attacks and betrayals and and all of these things. Um, I think for some people, it's it's going to be incredibly difficult to. Uh, let go of just the assumption that everything is a scam when it's slightly different than what they expected. And unfortunately for MB Bryson, he built up, <laughs> he built up his, his standing in the community so well because he was so knowledgeable and he said all of the right things that when it seemed like he dropped BCH like a stone without communicating, people just like, ah, they got us again it's another scam uh we've been betrayed once again it's it's the the same story that we we go through over and over again uh how to combat that uh i'm not sure if there's a lot of really good things we can do of course communication is is key you know if if he had uh, said hey i'm looking at this other thing maybe it'll go through i'm not sure that would have absolutely uh, uh, limited the shock that the community felt, but uh, again, this you know comes up quite often. The people that are in the Telegram group, uh, or even on Reddit, uh, which is a far broader uh, slice of people, um, are, are a very very small subset of the people in the world who use BCH. Uh, the people that work really, really hard on developing BCH are generally not in Telegram, uh, chatting all day. Like those of us who who spend all day shit posting, we're not building as much as we could be. Uh, we're 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 debating and and we're trolling and we're shit posting. I don't think we're the people that you really need to worry about. Um, um, as far as you know, whether or not uh, their their opinion has turned on you specifically as a person, uh, there are people uh, in in all groups who just love to dunk on anything they can. That's what they enjoy. Um, as as a moderator of of several groups, um, you know, I, I sort of have to again thread this needle or or walk this line between like free speech and and trolling right there there's certainly people who whose day-to-day -day joy is getting in fights with people is causing drama and causing arguments um and and that line is not clear right uh, uh so you know from from me from my, my my volunteer point of view you know i don't want to stop people from from uh uh discussing something that that uh 
uh, is controversial, but at the same time, uh, I think that there is definitely a way that it should be done, uh, which is respectful of the other people in, in the community. If you right away jump to, it's a scam, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a CIA agent, uh, uh, you know, as, as people have said about me, uh, you know, if you jump into these conclusions right away, you're not going to have a discussion. Um, uh, obviously threats of violence are, are, are completely unacceptable. Uh, but, but, uh, speculating about, about something is totally fine. Um, you know, uh, there, there is a, a, a greater than, than 0% chance that, uh, like many politicians, he traded his influence, uh, for some reason, right. For some thing, for some, for some gain that could be, uh, uh, you know, a new water program or whatever that helps the people, who knows, but, uh, um, you know, you can't uh, just jump right away to the conclusion that uh, it's a scam and he's evil and uh, uh, he's sent by the, sent by the KGB or, you know, whatever. It's just, uh, yeah, have a, have an open discussion, but be respectful. Um, and uh, if you're not respectful, then, then don't be surprised if the community, uh, doesn't, uh, appreciate your, your lack of respect, your lack of decorum. Um, and, uh, if, uh, uh, we ask you to leave or we don't even ask, we just make you leave. So, I mean, specifically in Telegram. Can I ask for one clarifying yep. point? Yep. Uh, and this is something that has kind of haunted my entire life. So I'm sorry for okay. bringing you into my baggage. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> 42 uh, <laughs> the answer is 42 no 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 like so so especially as a child i remember being yep. told like you've got to respect your elders you got to respect people in authority positions whatever so i remember always like arguing well what's respect and no one's going by the definition here no one so respect is a certain um part of admiration right so i don't think we need to keep things respectful but we should at least be able to be civil Fair, fair point. Uh, yeah, I, I mean respect. Uh, I don't mean respect uh, the individual as as they're special in some way. I mean respect the community as as something that you value and don't want to destroy. Uh, but I think you're 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 correct. I think uh, remain civil uh, is probably a much much better way to say it. Yes, this is my own thought. I'm think... leaking through. <laughs> <laughs> no no i, I think uh, words are very important and and uh, you're right Re remaining civil is 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 super important of, of course like uh you know he's not a politician uh of of japan uh so his his choices don't affect me i i you know i don't vote for him or anything like that so i don't have to respect him as a politician uh but i do have to talk to him as a a human being who deserves to be uh, 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 engaged with in a civil matter because he hasn't come out saying like cheap lightning is an asshole and, and should be uh, flogged in the street. Like, okay, then, then that's a different story. You know, he, he maybe has a different opinion or a different stance, but uh, yeah, it's very different than uh, uh, being disrespectful. So yeah, the civil conversation. I mean, maybe this is just the same, you know, problems that humanity is always yeah. struggling with right without inventing anything new here but the the lessons or the ways of cooperating 
in the Bitcoin Cash community are are going to be critical. They are critical and they're going to be critical going forward. And I think MP Bryson himself is just in the position where he's he's right about the fact that the Bitcoin Cash community is going to have to learn to be more amenable to people who are in similar positions as him and to not turn everything you know his number one priority is not the bitcoin cash community of course the bitcoin cash community their number one (laughs) priority is that right but he's 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 got other things going on and he can't spend all day babysitting his communication with us now that's not to say he can't do anything about it or that he shouldn't also take responsibility for to the extent that he wants the you know the support and of the bitcoin cash community that's a that's a two-way street right but i think as much as we are in deep in the weeds all day, every day, you know, trying to push things forward just inch by inch and the global adoption metric, we have to be better about dealing with, um, you know, people who are joining the community who have all kinds of opinions and incentives and different actions and motivations. Obviously not 100% of that is going to line up with any any individual other person's thoughts of this is the way it should be done or the the you know or the way i tend to think of it is in a very sort of holistic manner is it moving the world towards global crypto adoption and sort of by proxy bch because as the more and more of the world uses crypto i have no doubt that bitcoin cash will be discovered as one of the easiest best working you know, most functional options. So if people are at least getting the idea of crypto, that's just a precursor to getting them into Bitcoin Cash specifically. You don't, you can't be too prescriptive about the way things happen. I think that's another thing that plagues the BCH community a lot is individuals have very strong ideas about, well, it'll happen like this and then 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 then that's how everybody will get the message. No, it's really not (laughs) going to happen like that at all. And if the history of crypto is showing anything, it's that it's going to happen in the messiest, most confused, most uh, ridiculous way possible. But at the end of the day, it does keep getting there, right? And so, yeah, I just think that's something for people in the community to consider in the aftermath of this and to try and be more circumspect up when this happens again in the future because it's going to right it is also emergent though <clears throat> and and as we get more and more people into the community the the people that have ptsd from the btc fork will be more and more diluted uh, and that's not a bad thing uh, there will be more voices and and you know there there are some people who used to be extremely vocal and extremely negative all the time who don't participate so much anymore because their particular points don't really vibrate with how the community is today. Uh, they may be off in their own corner, you know, being angry somewhere. But as far as main chat, I'm, they've, you know, they've, they've, uh, uh, I guess for one for one reason or another, decided that uh, it's not worth the effort to uh, to to be angry in chat all the time. Uh, and I think as we get more more new blood, uh, these kinds of fights will probably, hopefully. Uh, fingers crossed, uh, uh, claws crossed, uh, will will be uh, less and less. So, yeah, but there will. The, the, my point is that there's always going to be that. So, for instance, recently, uh, Calisti and I have done these spaces with some of the BSV <laughs> yes. people, right? And when we said, "Oh, we're going to do that," suddenly there was a huge, "Oh, 
not these scammers, not talking to them. You're right. inviting them back in. Yep. They're going to come in and create drama and blah, 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 blah. And yes, I understand that there was some risk of that or that who you're associating with or who you're discussing things with is a matter of, uh, you know, public record and it does play into everything else, right? Now, the way I saw that was, okay, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to be reasonable. Maybe they will or won't be reasonable. I'm not in control of that. But there's only two options. Either they are reasonable, in which case <clears throat> with two reasonable people, you have a reasonable discussion, or they're not going to be reasonable, in which case that reflects poorly on them and it reflects well on us because you're you know, taking the higher ground, being the more reasonable person. So I thought it was all very manageable and the risk was very low. But a lot of people were... Yeah. quite uh on edge about that and what was interesting was it did it did go well and it went fine for the most part and then even after that had happened there was still people like why are you doing that that was stupid blah 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 yes. don't do it again you know and it's like can you not see that in your perception of how things should be done or or whatever baggage or whatever you know maybe somebody was an asshole to you but that was a different person at a different time you know, years ago in a different context. And now we have a fresh opportunity with new people. Okay. Maybe they're under a, a, a similar banner that you are already, you know, trained to associate as everything with that is evil, but that's not really the case. And what has come out of that has been, we've uh, been seeing, you know, obviously we talked to Grant from the Litecoin community, we talked to the BSV uh, people, you know, the door is slowly opening up and there is more, mixing of these communities which i think is only going to be a, a good thing because bitcoin cash doesn't need to be its own protectionist maximalist little haven that's exactly how we stay niche and irrelevant so i think that's just another example of the same thing where people should be very aware of when new people come in or new ideas are tried you have to give them a bit of leeway to see if it works out if you don't want to be involved, don't put your money, don't put your time, don't put your focus into whatever you don't agree with. But if the community is trying something new and different, in this case, maybe it's we're going to adopt, uh, get Tron adopted in St. Martin, and then that'll make all the politicians think, wow, this crypto thing wasn't so bad. Bitcoin Cash can be next up. You know, Maybe that's how it, how it goes down. But there's no chance of that happening unless you, you give it time to grow and, and work without just jumping on it immediately because it's not the way you preconceived things to exactly happen so i, I yeah, agree with with most of what you say uh but in in my defense uh as one of the people who are quite vocal about uh uh, uh i guess opposing opposing the this this uh, uh meeting of minds it was originally sold as a merge and i think a lot of the misunderstanding came from the lack of clarity of what that meant and how it was uh uh being marketed as a reunification of of chains and coins um and that can be interpreted and definitely was interpreted by many people as <clears throat> we're going to give them a seat at the table to discuss the future of BCH and help direct the future of BCH. And, and for a lot of people who went through uh, the, the, the pre, the pre SV times uh, that's 
hell. It's just hell. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah, I don't think anybody is is really um, <clears throat> opposed to uh, the meeting of of uh, sane individuals to have a discussion. I think uh, the the you know the the fire was lit under the word merge and the misunderstanding of of what your original intention was. But the thing is, that was effective, <clears throat> right? It got a lot of engagement. A lot of people were interested in it. A lot of people were checking it out. <clears throat> Maybe they had uh, their <clears throat> misconstrued idea of what we were trying to do. And maybe some of them were opposed to that, but some of them were also interested in that. And one way or another, they, they thought, okay, let's, let's have a look at what, what's going on here. It, it was, it was innovative. It is breaking new ground. There has not <laughs> been in the crypto space, yes. that kind of uh, proactive intracoin um, cooperation. That's, but it also that's wasn't not been, never been happened. What right. So, well, I mean, so you, the the choice was made to 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 market these discussions as a merge between the the chains, right? That's how that's how it was decided to be marketed, right? And it did bring in a lot of views. It brought in uh, a, a lot of uh, a new <laughs> discussion. Um, but the cost was all of the drama that came associated with that, right? That was the cost, that time and effort that was spent debating whether it should happen or not, because of the lack of clarity of, of what your intention was at the beginning caused all of the drama that, that, that happened. Right. So yes, uh, it did increase engagement. Uh, it was, uh, what's, what's the word, uh, uh, not inspiring it was uh, uh inciting i don't know uh, there, there's a better word but all of the negativity all of the drama comes with that um and that's that's you know yes you all 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 news is good news i guess it, you got a bunch of new people but the drama that came with it was the cost of it of, of using that sort of inflammatory that's the word i'm looking for that in, the inflammatory language uh is you know it comes with a cost um and so if if people don't understand the intention of of what you're doing right away and you use a word like merge or or you know reunite or or unify or or any of these things people are going to misunderstand because that sounds like different things to different people you know if you said open discussion between bch and bsv that's a very different thing than merge right uh so yeah i i i uh, i think that but if we'd uh, done that if we if we'd done it and i mean we did you know that is what we said and yep. yeah you know the it wasn't at least i didn't feel <laughs> like there was any you know i wasn't heavily pushing that uh because i mentioned it but i wasn't uh pushing it my yeah my point is that people need to try try there's no guarantee about any of this but they need to at least try to see when well-intentioned actors in the space are mixing it up or are shooting for something new to just don't don't bloody fire up the you know <laughs> don't machine. don't set yeah exactly just don't <laughs> don't set the fuse on the dynamite like five <laughs> seconds later just just chill out and just let it happen and the same thing with mp bryson you know i'm not saying that for me i had any grand you know problems with any of this either my point is that it's this is going to be a recurring 
pattern and especially for people who've been in the community for a long time which includes me by the way but certainly there was some points i was more or less involved is it's very easy to mm. be annoyed just like anything at innovators you know uh just in the same way that everything in the world has a conservative you know side of things were done this way and they were done this way because it's time tested and it works and we learned a lot of lessons to get to that point and then somebody comes along with someone and says why don't we try and do it this way well some of the time that's smart and it's like well that's progress that's how you get progress is you try new things and a lot of the time it's not it's like you're an idiot. You just don't understand <laughs> how things got to the point that they got to. There's a, you know, we've already been down that road or we've already, you know, that experiment has already failed. Like, please stop trying to bring a dead horse back. Right. So yeah. it's, it's just quite important to me. I think that Bitcoin cash has definitely not suffering at the moment on that pendulum between conservation and innovation. It's, clearly a more conservative chain there's clearly a lot of long timers a lot of people with very strong ideas about how things have or shouldn't be done or what exactly went wrong in the past but that that also keeps it locked in this uh you know somewhat stagnant not exactly but to some degree you know it makes it hard for new people to come in to bring new ideas or to try something different so that's really just my point and my message to the listeners is to the extent that you're able to just be be a bit more willing willing or a bit more tolerant of somebody doing things for bch to progress the movement in a well-intentioned way in a way that might not be how you expect it should be done or how it should be marketed or how it should be spread because that's by definition how it gets to new audiences is a you know a new approach that speaks to a different group of people so that's uh that's kind of by the by but that's uh just a separate thing all right so anyway the point is <laughs> we'll talk to mp we'll talk to mp bryson next week and get his thoughts and uh opinions and uh background on on what is happening and uh you know i will also of course say to him yeah okay maybe you could be more proactive about talking to the community um but you know this is something we should strive to find good ways to handle because it's going to happen over and over again i think um all right so community comment of the week comes from pat walls who is some sort of internet entrepreneur guy <laughs> and he made a tweet which said very simply shout out to all the people who said i got lucky and then he has a <laughs> screenshot of his github profile from 2017 2018 2019 2020 2021 2022 and every year github which is a code repository where you put up your software they have a graph of how many contributions you make so sort of a kind of proxy for how much work you've done and the square goes green and it gets darker if you have more things uh more code commits done right so he's got one two three four he's got six years of not every single day but you know Almost. four or five days a week you know almost every day putting in work over and over and over and over and over again and of course at the end of the day some people are still oh you're just lucky right and i wanted to just bring this up because i thought it's uh very telling of the two-year anniversary of the podcast of the bitcoin cash community uh overall and just anybody who's trying to do anything right is that people see the result they don't see the process 
and the process is often long and it involves a lot of work and, and drama uh, it's very and blood yeah drama exactly <laughs> yeah. and arguing and fighting but you do need to embrace that process right because that's only how you make a forward movement on anything is it's yeah it's going to be hard work and a lot of people are not going to recognize or understand everything that went into it and that's why these issues can set people off so easily because what to you is a throwaway comment in telegram to them is hitting on you know five years of working every day to build up this thing that they see is now going off the rails right so <laughs> you know i just i just thought that was an interesting idea to reflect on as well too sure it's a lot of hard work yeah well i guess we're gonna <laughs> it's also <laughs> funny just because it was 2017 from that was when the bch uh you know split uh originally happened and and here Speaking we are like five six years of, later. of hard work uh i have to say you know this is your your two-year anniversary show <clears throat> you know when you first came on the scene and you you first did your first video i was like oh this guy he's calling himself the bitcoin cash podcast and he's just using like a webcam doesn't even have a mic ah oh, so dark like this is not going to work that was my, my my initial impression of you uh was like ah this is low quality it's not going to work but uh you know every every episode uh you you uh, got better and better and better and uh you know i don't know what episode it was where i i i, I subscribed but uh you know you you uh you had an idea and and you put it out there and and uh, I recently rewatched the first episode, um, and you're like, hopefully, it's a good one. It's a banger. It's good. <laughs> uh, you you said like, hopefully, this is the first of many or something to that of effect. And uh, two years later, and uh, seventy episodes, uh, you're still you're still uh, you're still here, and uh, you're you're uh, doing awesome work. And I really appreciate uh, all the hard work and effort that you've put in. Um, and, uh, every time I see there's a new episode, I'm, I'm glad to watch it. So thank you for all, all right. of your hard work and, uh, please, please, uh, keep going. No, thank you. I appreciate it. And same to, same to Jet and also the same to guys who chip in behind the scenes, uh, Omar, Luis, Shant, Korg, thank you very much. Cause, uh, yeah, a lot, lot, lot goes into it, um, uh, but we do just try and keep making it uh, better and better, and I hope yeah over the next year, over the next two years, it's gonna get gonna get even even better. There's a lot of I have tons of ideas. It's really just about having the time, time. and energy to <laughs> yeah to do all of them along with uh, I hear you you know keeping the existing <laughs> thing running. And the first thing is you got to keep it all yeah. running, and then <laughs> once you've done all that, that's like and... okay, now we're back to baseline. Now we've yeah. got the chance to change change it up and and. Uh, you know, mix mix things up. All right, so we got meme of the week coming from Luke Pryor. Like I said, he will be back on the show uh, for a meme competition sometime this year. We'll just see when <laughs> when we have the chance. But he posted in the Price Telegram group this meme of uh, Abraham <laughs> Lincoln and says, "If you're in crypto for the Lambos, you must also be ready for the ramen." Abraham Lincoln and I just find these, yeah, I find these <laughs> these memes kind of funny because it's like people trying to, you know, people are humorously trying to leech credibility, you know, when they put <laughs> some quote by Jesus or by <laughs> sure. Martin Luther King yeah, yeah. or by, uh, you know, whatever, any anybody like yeah. that. I always find it really funny, the contrast of, um, 
you know a modern idea or something that's frivolous with you know this historic serious uh serious figures and i think it's worth everybody reflecting on that as well too because we're here and i feel like we were talking about the price at the start maybe things are getting bullish maybe 2023 and 2024 are going to be much better years you know 2021 and 2022 there was a lot of drama there was a (laughs) lot of price crashing there was a lot of exchanges going bust there was just disaster here there and everywhere uh and i've been i've been eating ramen i don't know about anybody else but uh certainly it's been more of a ramen two years than a lambo two years but uh everything has a season yeah exactly everything (laughs) has a season so i'm i'm feeling optimistic that maybe it's going to be a a better couple of years and it's always nice you know to be on a rising tide instead of a, a falling one basically right so you know yeah it's just as simple as that i guess i just wanted to make that the meme of the week made me laugh luke pryor you can all look out for that and message to the community so i don't know you would have done a few of these now actually but uh <laughs> might ha- we might have to make a compilation <laughs> video right? of like you know over time with the with the the date at the bottom and, yeah. and see if things have like trended in a certain direction subconsciously you know over that time but uh yeah what, what does the community need to hear uh, I think we touched on a lot of it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, you know, being civil, thank you, Jet, uh, is is really important. Uh, civility uh, uh, is 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 going to be how we succeed. You know, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to win any friends by uh, <clears throat> calling them a, an ass the, the day they show up in the community. Um, and, and on that note, you know, there is uh, certainly... Uh, new people in the community there's new blood um you know i i think we're i don't know if we're in phase three or the renaissance or or whatever you want to call it um there's there's a lot of of uh uh new people uh, we've we started off uh some people are still around from day one um but we've we've you know passed the baton uh again and again and again to different people um and um, I think the the people who are are here today, the the someones who are are doing the hard work that are are uh, driving uh, driving us forward. Not everybody can, uh, but the people that are are doing an amazing job. <clears throat> I respect them. Uh, I love them. Uh, they're uh, fantastic people. Um, and if you want to participate, you know. Uh, you can, uh, as I've said many, many times, probably even the last time I was on the show, you know, I started off as just a merchant, you know, who I don't, I don't have any power or any, uh, dev ability or, or, uh, any of these things, you know, uh, you know, I just sold, sold junk from Japan online who would listen to my opinion. You know, my opinion doesn't mean anything. I'm, I'm just a cat. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, all, all it takes is a little bit of effort. Uh, you know, everybody needs a helping hand. Uh, if you have an idea, find people who want to help with your idea. If you don't have an idea, but you have some skills, find somebody who needs help. Uh, there's, there's, you know, uh, always going to be uh, a need for, for more help. Um, if, uh, if you want to contribute, the only thing that's stopping you is you. Um, and, uh, even little tiny things, you know, make some memes, right. We, we need more content online. 
talk about what you love about BCH on social media. Um, we need to get out of our shell. Like we, you know, I love read.cash, but uh, we, we post almost exclusively our stuff in our, in our own echo chamber. We need to get out there, uh, start posting on medium, start, uh, you know, uh, expand, um, the, you don't need to preach to the choir, right? So everybody, everybody that's hardcore into BCH already knows BCH is awesome. Um, your memes are great, but post them outside too. Uh, those are the people that need to see them. Um, and I also think uh, uh, connected to a lot of what we discussed today, um, I really want to see uh, conversation shift from, from, you know, BTC sucks to BCH is awesome. Um, and I know that a lot of people uh, are, are still really, really just every day thinking about how bad BTC is and how much they hurt us and et cetera, et cetera. These are all fine, valid points, but you know, BC, BTC dominance is, is going down. Um, it's boomer coin. It's not going to be around. Uh, dunking on them is not going to win us uh, any any new people. The vast majority of people on Earth don't care about BTC and the hash war. Tell people why BCH is awesome. Uh, show them it's awesome, uh, and uh, we'll we'll win a lot more hearts that way than than uh, by being uh, being a naggy ex girlfriend. So uh, let's try and be positive. Uh, and uh, same with when new people join the community, if they have great ideas. Uh, support them. Uh, if they have terrible ideas, try and encourage them to have good ideas in a very uh, civil and uh, kind manner. Um, and, uh, you know, looking back at my post history as well, when I first joined chats and telegram, I said a lot of cringy stuff. Uh, and I had some great ideas that I thought were amazing. But uh, over time, I, I learned why those uh, ideas were, were uh, not good or maybe impossible. So um yeah feel free to uh, uh ask for uh, uh people's people's uh wisdom if if uh, you are not sure about something so, so that, that wasn't really a short message be good there you go there's a be good <laughs> that's my message be good it's simple yeah and just oh, no wait, wait, wait. I, i'm changing i'm changing I, I take that back please delete it uh edit this out uh we're not live right uh my my message to the community is be someone there we go be someone take responsibility be someone make it happen yeah and just stick with it because yeah you're gonna nothing rome wasn't built in a day right bitcoin cash wasn't built in a day so you gotta just keep hammering away at it and keep uh iterating and uh you know um adapting what what you've already got because the first first version might suck like that first version of the podcast but there's a special place in my heart <laughs> for that episode i've i've gone back yeah. and watched it several times because uh it, it does you know there's there's something there's something to it even as crappy as it is of course all right cool that uh will do it for the show then i got a shout out our patrons ricky and hp legends thank you very much thank you to all the donators Obviously, everybody sending in sats uh, has got the show as far as it has. That's that's definitely uh, for sure. Uh, start guide, FAQ, links at BitcoinCashPodcast.com. Don't forget to send me an email, jeremy at BitcoinCashPodcast.com. If you want to win this shirt, put your name and address and a 
super cool Bitcoin story that I can read out on air. Whoever has the Bitcoin coolest uh, story will win a T-shirt. So for 10 seconds of your time, that's a pretty good <laughs> trade. I'm and my shout-out yeah, <laughs> this week goes to uh, Bitcoin Cash TV, who retweeted us and then cash rained it to get a bunch of extra... Wow. Uh, you know, uh, reach onto it and also subscribe with Prime on the Twitch. So thank you very much. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> got all these. I've never even seen all these uh, emojis. Uh, glitch cat and cash rain has its own Twitch emoji. I got to get oh, some wow. of these on our channel. I've never even seen any of them. Uh, anyway, shout out another excellent Bitcoin Cash content creator. So you can check that out on Bitcoin Cash TV. Cheap Lightning, who's your shout outs for? Uh, I'm going to give a big shout out to uh, Sayoshi Nakamario. Uh, without him, uh, Flipwatch would would still be an ugly pile of garbage that nobody should ever visit. It's uh, it looks uh, ten billion times better now <laughs> than when I was working on it by myself. Uh, also, shout out to uh, other people who have helped the project as far as providing information. Um, and uh, actually, on on the website itself, there is a form on on the top right that you can submit information. So if uh, you ran a Flipstarter in the past and you want to provide some kind of documentation about uh, your fund, where your funds went, et cetera, et cetera, feel free to uh, submit your information there. Um, and if you have uh, some some uh, some of the opposite kind of information, photo evidence about somebody uh, doing something uh, uh, less good with their Flipstarter funds, uh, feel free to uh, submit evidence there as well and add it to the research. Um, yeah, so uh, big shout out to Sayoshi. Thank you so much. Jet, last one. Uh, I don't have a shout out for this one, but if you want to be my future shout out, I don't have the time to do like anything recently. Um, all those podcasts you listen to, it's like 300 of them. I listen to those while I'm working, <laughs> by the way. Uh, it's been a hassle. Like since I've been back from St. Kitts, I've been slammed, but so I've been doing, I think I mentioned this on uh, one other podcast earlier. Um, I've been doing some BIP70 work for Zappit. And I have, I think, most of the heavy lifting down um, on the last like two steps of the protocol where we have to actually sign the transaction, make a post request to the server, and then uh, actually broadcast it. But like I said, I have no time. So if anyone wants to do the even the smallest bit of work uh that would help me out fantastic like greatly and um like this isn't paid work by the way i'm doing this for free it's a feature that i want in zap it so you know um if that's interesting to you know to you and you know uh it, you don't have to know dart dart is easy enough to pick up um so if you have any kind of programming expertise and are interested in getting maybe a little more familiar with how bitcoin works then this is a good opportunity to learn. And um, I've got no problem like holding hands for as much as I know anyway. And a lot of my stuff recently has been just pestering people in Telegram and being like, hey, uh, I've got this string, which is hex encoded. What do I do with it to get a list of bytes or something that I need? So I know a lot of developers get like feelings of imposter syndrome and all that. Don't worry about it. We're both idiots here. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get something good and uh, uh, tested, battle tested. Um, so yeah, that's it. If you want to be a future shout out, shoot me a message on Telegram. Probably is the best bet. That's it. Good stuff. And yeah, the devs 
We've got a, got a lot of action going on there. I've been seeing a lot of people chatting, a lot of people very uh, fired up about it. Obviously, we've got the cash tokens stuff coming. There's there's some real energy and uh, hard work going in there. And as much as we're all you know, salty about whether the market is or is not loving Bitcoin Cash at any one time, just consistently year after year putting in real work on real projects is, is what's going to lift us up to the top. So, yeah, good effort to everyone chipping in on that front. All right, that'll do it. Until next time. Yep. The greatest story the world has ever known. The rise and rise of Bitcoin. 2022. A single chance for the world, a single moment in time. Bankers captures all, our cryptocurrency flies. Gets to the side, Phoenix fly from the flame. Bitcoin BCH, forever changing the game. An underdog story, everyone trying to deny. Bitcoin revolution, crypto trade on the rise. Then they stole our brand name and tried to push us aside. Cause they said it was over, that we'd never survive. Maybe there was a world that was the end of the ride. But this...